Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Chell Stars podcast. Today, we only have three of us again, unfortunately. It's myself, Max, and Aaron. Hello. Hi, everyone. Kyle and Corey are both unavailable today, but the show must go on. We had a little bit of a post postpone, I guess. We were postponed it a little bit just to kind of figure out people's availability and everything like that. But us three for tonight worked out. Um, today, we'll be discussing... The signings that happened around the league, there was a few signings, especially the Jonathan Huberto one, so that's going to be the biggest one. And we're going to be continuing our topic on contracts. But instead of doing the worst contracts, we're going to be giving our three top contracts in the NHL. So, Max, I'm going to pass it over to you. Yeah, I mean, thank you, Mikey. Great intro. I think debatably better than me. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Well, yeah, it's debatable. We can pass it around. Um, anyways, well, I mean, we're going to kick it off. Mikey already teased the fact that we had pretty much our biggest, one of our biggest signings of the summer, money-wise. Uh, Jonathan Huberdeau re-signs in Calgary for eight years, 10.5 mil per. Um, this contract also does not kick in till next summer. Just also keep that in mind. Um we just funny enough we just talked about not to say this is my thought on a worse contract here but we just talked last week about giving term to guys that are just becoming their 30s in their 30s and that is a prime example right there he will end that deal at 38 i believe almost 39 years old uh give me your thoughts guys Aaron, you want to kick it off Maybe not. Mikey, do you want to try? Yeah, for sure. Um, again, yeah, we we mentioned this before, but we all knew that he was going to get a long-term contract. And was that the right move? Uh, I don't know. They're going to be pay- paying him a lot. And that's exactly what Florida didn't want to do, was give him a long-term contract for until he gets older with higher pay. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, making the move kind of looked worth it on Florida's end because they got a younger... Matt Kachuk, who, you know, is going to be on their team for a long, long time. My opinion, the contract is a little bit high, even though he is a 100-point, you know, 100-point player in the NHL. But I don't see it. I don't really see it paying off, like, cap-wise, if that makes sense. Yeah, they really signed him for that amount, I feel like, just because of that trade. Like, they needed to sign him. Because if he walked for nothing, then... They're obviously looking at that trade in like a massive L, which obviously they don't want that after what everyone thought at the time was a massive, you know, win for them for a trade. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. People were just expecting it. I mean, it wasn't really a surprise that he got a long term for no, a lot of money. I mean, it wasn't a shock at all. Yeah, immediately after getting traded, there was all the talks about like him already being in discussion with Florida and. Obviously, a main comparison in Florida would have been the Barkov con- contract, eight years, ten mil a year, and he more or less got the exact same almost. When did when did Barkov get offered the contract again? How old was he? Was uh, this... he would have. It was like last summer, so it would have been. He's only like what twenty six ish. So yeah, younger. I mean, he's definitely younger. That makes a lot more sense. Twenty six yeah. for eight years versus being thirty. Yeah, sorry guys, I had some mic <laughs> issues over here before, but 
Uh, everything Mikey said, <laughs> I would definitely agree with. Just I thought you were, I thought as soon as you were just 30 signings. Yeah. What's that? I thought you were just ignoring me. I was like, all right. I'll, I'll yeah, yeah I, I told you, no comment on the questions, yeah, right? She had no <laughs> comments on this. Biggest topic of the night, possibly. And she no, had... I was talking to myself for like five seconds, and then you started talking. I was, like, oh, no. I was just listening to dead air, like, wow, this is a great start. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, would agree. Way too long for somebody. But again, like you guys said, Calgary probably didn't have an option if they wanted him to stay. Yeah, and it's curious now with Uyghur, does he get an eight-year deal? And especially with, especially with the defense market, how much they get paid. What's Calgary's cap situation like? Can they afford to give him a big long-term deal? Uh, yeah, hmm possibly most of their defense isn't signed to long term that being said because they're not signed that long if they sign Uyghur they're most likely kissing uh, Noah Hannafin goodbye who's 25 years old right now also two years left so I mean you're basically choosing because right now they have an abundance of defensemen and uh if they want to keep weaker, they're necessarily not going to be able to keep them all. So I mean, that's just the that's just the business, though. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, I feel I feel like they have to try to sign him, especially making that big trade. Like, there's no way that they don't offer him kind of what he wants. They're going to try their best to do it, and oh yeah, you know, I mean, see what happens. Looking at it now, I mean, I'm looking primarily at Milan Lucic's contract coming off the books after this year, and they must be so happy about that, because that's 5.25 right there. So that's yeah, probably not like what Uyghur will get, but it's a good yeah. chunk of it, I would assume. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I mean, other than that, they're pretty, you know, like, you look at their deals, and they're not, like, actually too big money wise like forwards ne starting next year Huberto obviously 10.5 but after that it drops all the way to 5.8 for a guy I was just gonna basically mention after this but Andrew Mangiapani signs yeah. for three years 5.8 so that's their second highest paid forward and it's 5.8 interesting I mean yeah now that you bring it up Considering that's their second highest paying forward, like I'm not saying it's kind of sad because he had a pretty decent season last season. Pretty sure he got 30 goals. I want to say it was almost 40. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. So he did good in that sense. But I mean, like, if you're comparing Huberto and then your next person is Mangiapani, kind of crazy to think about. Just like yeah, both wingers. So your top line center right now is Lindholm. After that, you're looking at what Backlund still, so yeah, a little bit that of a hole there now. Definitely geez. a hole there. Maybe, hey guys, they can still get Kadri. <laughs> yeah, you never know. <laughs> Just saying, we keep talking about him every week, and he's still. I mean, all the reports are showing that he's favoriting the Islanders right now. Yeah, I think a deal. Whenever, place, but whenever that discussion comes. Whenever the contract comes out, I can't wait to have that discussion and get everybody's kind of reaction because nobody thought initially he would be going to the Islanders considering he wants to play for another contender. That just, uh, <laughs> just doesn't really make sense to me again, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I'd agree. Yeah. I mean, it would be 
that's pretty much exactly what islanders did last year though if i remember like they just like more or less didn't really do a whole lot of signings but then they like had them all in place all at the same time so, yeah like, the same day they announced it was the well what was it Parise contract um well yeah like just all the same day and it seems like they're lula Mir- lula morello is doing that again it's a hard name to pronounce and i mean if they get Kadri, it's a win for them but the thing is like I mean, who who is he gonna play with because mark matt barzell is another center and i mean if you sign Kadri for too much money barzell needs a contract next summer which he should be getting a decent a decent contract for but sure like you don't want to sign Kadri and not be able to sign Barzell yeah that's going to be a massive L oh, if that happens yeah that's a but they're on it they're, they're obviously thinking about that why would they want to lose Barzell oh, no, they God. have to have that in their plans for sure if they're going to make this deal now I mean maybe he's one of the guys that has a contract in place <laughs> maybe yeah yeah it could be they've still have lots of RFAs Dobson, Romanov supposedly also have deals in place but not filed yeah it's interesting yeah. how some teams like just don't report anything for so long like I don't really understand if that's like a strategy or like what the point is of doing that it's very strange I mean yeah <laughs> don't <laughs> interesting strategy because, because most most players wait until somebody like their skill level like gets signed you know what i mean then they kind mm-hmm. of base that off of like mm. they oh, kind yeah. of base that off of their contract oh god yeah like you saw the defense market last summer and it's still continuing yeah. you see the goalies pretty much every goalie like, now is a five by five ish i would like compare almost like besser and barzell just for example because they were both in the running for the calder the first season they're in the nhl and if besser kept up his pace with barzell I would like arguably say that they're potentially making like that, the same contract that if Besser's was a little bit bigger. Yeah, if Besser's contract bench. was a little bit bigger, but I think Barzell would get more than Besser. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, third signing for Calgary. Now that we're still kind of, I mean, we kind of veered off of them, but that's yeah, fine. Calgary had a busy week. Geez. They did, yeah. And I'm another defender being Oliver Shillington. Um, or as Aaron in fantasy could never find him because Kylington is how she would pronounce it. <laughs> hey, make sure that was purposeful. We gotta make sure you know that because it bugged you so much when I said it. Well, but the first time when I was like looking at fantasy sleepers, I was like, "Oh, Shillington's a cool one," and you're oh, like, "Oh yeah, I where the hell it. is this guy?" <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what kind of pronunciation is that? I don't know. I just heard it. <laughs> once and... yeah. anyways what was his uh, deal max yeah it's two years 2.5 mil per so and he's younger right 25 but really starting yeah. to break out so that's yeah. pretty good I like that one. deal yeah and that's definitely a good one for sure like i said it's in line with all of his, their other contracts on the team for defense so they're all more or less ending at the same time yeah yeah and all you know but definite bridge deal looking to cash in big next one yeah i don't know i'm a big fan of those like prove it type deals like don't just give the guy a long-term contract right away give him a couple years to actually do something first yeah 
And I think, and I don't think some players mind that either. You know, like it makes them want to oh, work God, no. and well, like and... play a lot better and do a, you know, like just make more happen. Probably yeah. earn more money if they well, wait exactly, a couple years yeah. in the long term. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, depending, I guess you know. Speaking yeah, of yeah. like almost the prime example of that kind of uh we'll move over to another signing jesper brought or jesper brought <clears throat> yeah uh signed for let me bring it up here do, 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 do. i lost it there he is one year 5.45 mil so i know there was a lot of reports of him wanting or well, not him wanting but the team wanting to sign him long term but he signs a one-year deal which was interesting again almost like a prove it deal to see if he can kind of grow off of what he did this past year and well basically cash in big next summer yeah and i mean he signed with new jersey again right yes <laughs> yeah yeah just, just wanted to he was an rfa <laughs> yeah only, yeah he's only 23 yeah. so i mean the kid definitely has skill and i feel like after this season he wants to give it one more go you know see what happens with jack hughes and like Dougie Hamilton and like a healthy roster see how they can do it's a big year for New Maybe. Jersey yeah no absolutely but I feel like after that he's gonna really realize like he wants to be a contender he'll probably he'll probably go somewhere else maybe I mean you're looking at a guy who this past season had 73 points in 76 games definitely yeah. looking to well more or less if not grow from that you would assume and cash in long term next summer who knows if he if wants he can, to stay in new jersey though if he can keep the same pace up by all means like he's gonna get paid oh yeah with, with stats like that for being 23 that's crazy oh yeah <laughs> yeah unreal year and uh kyle's not here but i'll say it anyways great analytics <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. yeah that's kyle's favorite thing to say for sure i mean yeah me and him joke about that yeah. shout out kyle if you're listening um i mean other than that new jersey signed some kind of rfas as well miles wood for a year just kind of you know woods Woods actually pretty good like he's a oh yeah grinder like he grinds and he works hard it's unfortunate he missed the whole last season yeah which is a good signing though for them oh yeah he'll be good for them and a team that needs desperately some physicality, I would say. Some small yeah. stature up front. Yeah, 100%. What not? Um, well, I mean, we can... Aaron, you have any thoughts on that? Don't want to skip over you. No, that's fine. I mean, I'm not super familiar familiar with him, to be honest. So. Fair. Yeah, no no real comments from me. <laughs> I mean, he didn't play, so no it's comment. kind of hard to yeah. know him. Um. <laughs> I mean, another little. We'll we'll get into Boston because that's a big one, but I will quickly touch on some just other little signings here and there. Um, we got obviously Kyler Kaler, however you want to pronounce it, Yamamoto from Edmonton, two years, three point one. So they did end up signing both Puliyarvi and Yamamoto. Just he's a, matter he's, of, a, he's a good second third liner. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean. Yeah. I would say, not that I've watched a lot of Edmonton, I could be wrong, but I feel like he lacks consistency from what I've heard. I mean, that's even just like looking at like fantasy stats and oh, like looking who to pick up and stuff, right? Yeah, like, him oh, and yeah, fantasy. he's up and down. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like, like one week he'll do really well, and then next week it's like you're only getting negatives because that's all he's getting is negatives plus minus. Just zeros across the board. Yeah. Um, It'll be interesting yeah. to see, though, who they end up keeping. Because obviously, yeah, Moto RV, we probably aren't going to see both of them staying in Edmonton. I know, Max, we kind of talked about this a little bit, yeah. but yeah. We did, I believe, last week about RV because he signed last week, and it seems... Obviously, that could possibly be a sign and trade. Who knows? I mean, I feel like a lot of teams right now are trying to move pieces, but everyone is just at a standstill. Yeah. Like, there's so many UFAs, RFAs still left, but, like, teams are just, like, locked. And they're just, like, I don't know. No one's budging, it seems. We haven't had a trade in a while. Yeah, no. Nothing nothing's really happened the last couple weeks no just some besides, signings besides, yeah exactly mainly because of the arbitration to... filings and whatnot they had to yeah <laughs> yeah we're just kind of waiting for that kaji one to really i mean yeah to really get more information out there there's some very good players still left kaji being obviously probably the biggest one but for yeah. our phase we still we mentioned him a few times already but Jason Robertson, Jake Ottinger, Dallas can't afford it with what they're doing over there. So, yeah, it'll be interesting yeah. where he ends up. I mean, any team, any team that offers an offer sheet to either one of them are getting a good player, if accepted, obviously. You know. You'd have to pay big for Robertson in an offer sheet. Yeah, 100%. Like, however that criteria works, like sending him two three first rounders but i mean for a 40 goal score yes yeah <laughs> it'll, yes. It'll, it'll it might be worth it, it. yeah yes young 40 <laughs> goal score mm, yeah especially with some good line mates yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean one la other one i like um I, I think a lot of people liked it. He's not the biggest name, but I think he'll be a very effective player for Vegas and Nicholas Waugh. Um, yeah. Very good third, fourth liner for a team that desperately needs, you know, players signed maybe for cheaper so they can fit under the cap. He goes for three mil for five years, so. Yeah, that's a really reasonable contract very for sure. Very reasonable for a team that would love him, you know. You know, that yeah, I mean, thing. he'll be a super helpful piece, yeah. Exactly. Because, you know, with Vegas, with all their turnover, kind of need to lock in some players here, and especially depth pieces, like third liners, like that. Oh, yeah. Not. Um, anyways, I think we've waited long enough. I think we've gone over more or less everyone, except for the three big Boston signings. Um, yeah. Obviously, all happening the same morning. I think I woke up to all three of them being done. <laughs> um, Bergeron and Krejci and Zaka all signing. Uh, Bergeron and Krejci going for one year deals. And then, actually, sorry, no, Zaka one year as well. Who am I kidding? Huh. Um, running it back for another year. Krejci coming back. After skipping out, well, I shouldn't say skipping, but playing elsewhere. I, I don't know. Is that is that really going to help them? Uh, I feel like this is Boston's is already... like last year 
of. He's already 36 years old. By all means, he can probably still move the pocket pass just as well as he used to, but like they have a lot of injuries and yeah. things oh, to God, deal with yeah. coming into the season. So like they have And didn't didn't Bergeron take a pay cut as well just to stay? Oh. Gonna... Are yeah. you kidding me? The definition yeah. of a pay cut. Two and a half yeah. mil. Just to help the team out, I think he was saying. Or something like that. Exactly. Just, like basically it was like oh how much cap space do you have left oh two and a half months all right that's fine which is exactly what you should be doing when you're a 37 year old veteran who's and he literally earned that. however much money in your career exactly and like I don't know, i'm a big fan of that deal just because of that like oh. you can take a cut to stay on this team like Hell you don't yeah. need more money Hell yeah, yeah. I, I think i, I think that. he even said he's made his money already like he's happy yeah. with what what he's made in the nhl like one more year and he gets to retire in boston after this season most likely right most likely. Yeah, most likely. It yeah. Seems, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a good character move from him for sure. And that's and, why he's the captain. And we have to obviously mention, I know I talked to Aaron about this and how hilarious I found it. So I saw immediately the report of Bergeron resigning and I saw it was one year up to five mil. Oh, I was yeah. like, oh yeah, one year, five mil a year. That's a steal nonetheless. Go open Instagram. It's one year, two and a half mil. I'm like, where is that five coming from? So turns out he has a bonus for two and a half mil if he plays 10 games. So wow. big question, you, is you he going to make it? Right. Is he no, going to make it? He's absolutely going to make it, yeah, 100%. So, but Max, you kind of explained the reasoning pretty well about why the team was able to make that work. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just because they're so cap-strapped this year. And obviously... Bergeron being the team player knows that and see you know and you know so I'm no expert on this but I did a little bit of research and I know when it comes to 35 plus year old contracts essentially like contracts given out to those players bonuses that they earn or at least like it's hard to say exactly but bonuses that they earn go against the cap of the team next year if they earned we saw that this year with halak or at least last year halak played his minimum game requirement and got a i think a mill bonus so now that mill is going against the canucks cap this year now most likely you would assume bergeron plays 10 games so two and a half mill is going to be against the cap next year for boston so it's basically like they have them it's basically signed to like a two-year deal, but he's only going to play one year. I mean, money-wise, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. like you're giving him more money for, you know, and like over an extended period of time. Yeah, and you're paying him less this year, kind of on the cap at least. <laughs> Not really. So it looks like Boston did something, right? So they finally did something. Yeah. I mean. I, I can also see here, I didn't see it, I'm very curious, but I can see Krejci's deal is one year, one mil against the cap. However, it can go up to three mil, based on this, off I'm assuming. Same uh, idea. Again, I'm assuming games played, I would assume. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I might need to research that in the middle of this podcast, but... <laughs> <laughs> would, they, would they give a 36-year-old a bonus for, like, goals? Like they know uh no i feel like for that it's literally games played yeah right it's more it of a to. legacy thing like we know you're gonna hit yeah. this bonus so here's free money yeah 
That'd be it's, really unfortunate if one of yeah, them don't hit. I that was game. just thinking like, that exactly. I would be just like, yeah. Well, oof. yeah. Hopefully, it's not too much of a curse now. Knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> how much did Zaka get signed for? One year, three point five. Okay. No. Yeah, bosses. they're really going all in for next year. Yeah, I mean, one final. I push. think they were kind of strapped for cap this year, so. Just get everyone on one-year deals, and then next yeah, year is going to be a big one for them with Pasternak also next year. being done. Oof, that's going to be a big one. Yeah, he'll get paid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Understatement. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I feel like easily a benchmark is immediately Huberto, like what he just signed for. Yeah. Easily, he's younger too, way younger. So. Yeah. Goal score. Should we uh, should we kick it off into our uh, contract discussion? Yeah, we probably could. I feel like we've talked about more or less some of the bigger signings. Um, yeah, at least ones that there's a talking point to. Absolutely, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we'll kick it off. So, if you listened to last week's episode, you know we talked about the worst contracts, at least our opinionated. Contracts. It was a very negative episode. It was very negative. We talked about it after like <laughs> none of those people are ever coming on. <laughs> no player host for us. No, we just shit on them the whole time. I don't think we had one good thing. Um, hopefully this time it's a little bit better. Um, well it should be. So I mean, we'll basically do exactly last time. We'll go one by one. Give out your uh, one of your favorite contracts. Doesn't have to be your number one it could be you can say that if you want um and then kind of give you an explanation and we'll just go with flow <laughs> last week i think we they kind of went off i remember I can, i'll kick this off because yeah, if you I want, think go ahead. this is uh this is the most like the highest paid player in the nhl the best player in the nhl connor mcdavid For now <laughs> yeah he's uh <laughs> making 12.5 possibly yeah 12 <laughs> 12.5 a year which which is honestly you know when he signed that deal it was like the highest paid one oh, that yeah. we've seen in the nhl and obviously it's the contract's worth it he's done nothing but prove himself the only thing he hasn't done is won a cup but he is also on edmonton so with mcdavid's contract being really well for the type of player he is and he's our captain obviously is McDavid going to win a cup in Edmonton? Uh, we've already kind of we've already kind of talked about that, but like, you know, I think he has uh, a couple man. years left. Yes. He, yeah, oh, he signed, no, he signed up until. Uh, yeah, no, he signed up more. until four, yeah, more? four more years. Yeah, four more years left. Four more of him, three more of Drysital. Yeah. On a bargain. Yeah. To be honest, my opinion on that right now would be. I don't see him winning a cup within this contract period, mm. but depending on if Edmonton can make enough moves to make him want to resign, then I could see that happening down the road. I can see them being a real good team this year. Like they're in a Pacific that is who knows what the hell the Pacific's going to be like this year, but I feel like the at least the surest bet in my mind is Edmonton winning it yeah um, winning the pacific the, the, division. the division yeah but how do they stand up to well I, the east 
Uh, well, they have to get through the West too first. They got not they got swept by Colorado, so <laughs> yeah, I can forget about Kind of have to get through that. Um, it could be a rematch. That'd be cool. I feel like they'd put up a bit more of a fight. Um, I think they've definitely improved this summer. And, um, do I see him winning a cup, man? I I hope so. I feel I feel bad. I feel like he deserves it. Oh, him and oh totally, hundred percent. Yeah, and Drysdale were just unreal, and the fact that they've only made it to conference finals, yeah, beyond me. That yeah. just clearly shows you how like how much of like a carry these two guys are to put you know to say that term. They literally do everything and anything on that team. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think he resigns in Edmonton if he doesn't win a cup? I don't think so. I mean, by the time by the time his contract's up, he's gonna be like twenty nine, like twenty eight, twenty nine years old, right? He's gonna be a little Pretty bit pretty much older. Still gonna be a good player, but I just <laughs> I don't. Hope. I, just, I mean, I mean, I mean, hot take. Jesus, I mean, for sure. I just don't. Yeah, I don't see him resigning. He wants to win, and if he doesn't win a Stanley Cup in his career, then like it's gonna be big time sad. Yeah, that'd be pretty bad. Yeah. So that's a big maybe for me if he's going to yeah, resign. Really Again, just going back to if Edmonton can do enough to get close, yeah, then I could see him being loyal enough to stay. But we'll see. Yeah, I think it is, totally is depends on what team, happens. Do you guys have any opinions on a team that he would go to if he were? <laughs> I feel like he'd have, 30, he'd have 31 teams giving him he offers. He could just pick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That'd be laughs> but, okay, better... A better question would be anywhere that you could see him, like, like fitting in, like, you know, like anywhere that, I don't know, I should say any team that could kind of, oh, obviously man. every team could use him, but, like, line-mate-wise, like, coaching-wise, like, a team that you could see him. That's hard to say, because, like, four years from now, <laughs> NHL's going to be way different. Yeah. Like... I don't know. Does he go? I would ass- I would assume he goes to an American team. Um, or, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> or maybe he shocks it and goes back to his hometown in Ontario. Can choose between those two. I don't know which one he's closer to. <laughs> um, I, I mean, yeah, that's way too hard to tell what team would like he fit on. It really depends on what the hell happens. Maybe he pulls a Gretzky and gets traded to LA. There you go. Okay. Yeah, that's a good take. We'll, we'll remember go. that one four years from now. Yeah. Except, well, traded. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I don't want to go too far away from this topic because this is about him and his contract. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I mean, he pl- he provides immense value to the not only his team but the game. Like, yeah, it's pretty the face funny of that NHL, I would say easily. I, I was gonna say our best contract is also the most highest played paid yeah. player right now, but yeah. yet that's such an underrated contract for him. It's yet, pretty crazy. I think it easily could have been more. And yeah, now that with what he's done, with yeah. what he's done, definitely, if he was making yeah. like fourteen, would you say that's an overpay? I don't think so. No. Like yes, it would hurt the team around him because he couldn't pay as much other players, but it's not an overpay to him. Yeah. So, 
we'll see what mckinnon well i guess that's the other thing like would if mcdavid stays in edmonton would he not want to take a bigger contract on because then he'll be taking money away from being able to build a better team around him i mean it could be a very similar amount because again i mean i I don't know i haven't said again but you you would assume in four years from now the cap has gone up at least a couple mil a year um so at least like the value like you gotta look at like the cap percentage of like at the time what it is because right now he's taking up 15 percent of the cap <clears throat> so i mean let's say his next contract is 15 mil a year but it's 15 percent of the cap i mean that's mm-hmm. technically the same so i think it'll be similar i think he's pretty team friendly <laughs> i would hope <laughs> yeah the opposite though i think dry will be the one to cash in because he is the cheaper deal yeah what not all righty um probably i think we've talked a fair bit about him <laughs> don't we think yeah yeah <laughs> uh we can probably move on aaron do you want to give yours first yeah one? so my first best contract is going to be makar um <laughs> Nine mil, six years. It's just looking at the market of defense and who he makes the same money as and yet has proved himself to be such a higher level defenseman than them. It's a little bit crazy. Maybe look back to, I think he signed like, it was like within a week of Jones, was it not? It was, I want to say... I don't know if it was before or after Jones. I think it was after. I because I remember was. Jones making 9.5. Well, 9.5. Yeah. And then McCarr all of a sudden is 9. Yeah. And you look I... at their stats, it's just kind of insane. Yeah, I remember. I know it was like the same couple days apart. I feel like Jones was first, which is just insane. But I know McCarr, like, in a way, took less money to have a team around him so and he's still young so he'll have another big contract yeah so he has five years left he's 23 now so he'll be like 28 ish when he signs again Yep. what kind of contract is he gonna get next time (laughs) well he'll be looking at top of the league whatever that is doing mccarr things it's gonna be (laughs) gonna be hot yeah it's gonna be you would hope he becomes the highest paid defenseman oh. by a long shot by a long shot <laughs> if he doesn't like, there's something wrong if he doesn't yeah freaking it's gonna be like man i don't even know what a funny joke would be and i just want to like bring up the point that joe sackick and just their whole management team did such a good job of signing these key players to good deals to be able to afford other key players yes to help the team yeah. With like your depth, so your depth players as well, like Lekkinen and all those guys that helped tremendously in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. You can really like, tell that like the team, in a way, just believed in the system and the ability to win because so many players in that team took a bit of a cut for sure, but clearly it paid off. Yeah. And they had to have a couple shitty seasons to have these amazing last two three seasons. Yeah, like, that's a few years yeah, ago. It they were. A few years ago, they only got like 20 wins or something in the season, something like that. 
like, which is crazy to believe looking at their team now. So the management is definitely like such a big factor for them. Oh God. Yeah. And it's crazy too, because it's the same management as back then, same coach, same everything. Just they've yeah. grown from there, build from within. Yeah. Did great in drafts. <laughs> Got gifted Makar, basically. <laughs> in the same yep. year that they came dead last and then dropped to fourth. And which is I mean, that's the hockey gods right there, basically. Yeah, I mean you look at the team they probably took a pay cut but got paid maybe a year or two longer i would say they're most, mostly signed pretty i would say too long but like they're signed longer term but for a pay cut i would argue like lannis cog making seven mil i feel like if he went anywhere else he would get way more oh yeah he'd be probably nine to ten easily but I think he's he's content. I think he's content with that. He's making good money. He's winning the cup. Captain yeah. of the best team in the league. Like he's he's chilling. Yeah. Do we see them going back to back? I don't want to say back to back because I don't know. I I feel like I whenever mean, I say back to back, if somebody's to... winning the cup, they're not going to win the cup. Yeah, I could see them going pretty far again, though, for sure. Oh yeah, they definitely haven't gotten much worse. I mean, yeah, no. The only thing you could argue is goaltending. Do you, would yeah. you trust Georgiev and Francois? Francois? I mean, as a their tandem goaltending to go wasn't far. the top tier before either, but they just have such a good team. It almost, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we, we talked about goalies a little bit yeah. last week, right? And I think how, what was Kyle's, I think it was Kyle's point about how a lot of the teams that have won haven't actually had the highest paid best goalies on their teams yeah yeah we just I mean, overall talked about the fact that you shouldn't pay a goalie 10 mil <laughs> clearly Bobrovsky <laughs> man Jesus for Florida so, but anyways this is a positive week we don't need to talk about that yeah whoops <laughs> alright I think I'll kick in here with my next or well, my first one um, as you might have clued in last week. I did all three of my worst contracts being defensemen. I'm a big key defenseman guy. I like them. Um, so, shocker, I have three defensemen again today. Wow. <laughs> really branching out. <laughs> really branching out, guys. Um, it's okay. That's that's why that's why myself and Aaron are here to bring in some more. Uh, for some options. variety. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Well, I'll start off with what I think at least now, is an absolute steal. Again, based off the defense market. Um, place for Florida. Uh, Aaron Ekblad, seven and a half mil for three more years. Which has really grown into a contract that is a great deal for them. Especially now with the lack of defensemen, I would say, on they have on the team. At least top end. Um... They're going to need him to have a really big year. And I mean, overall, that contract is great. So what are your thoughts? Guys? I haven't, I haven't followed Ekblad too, too much because I know he got injured at one point. And he was, he was out for a while. I mean, he's been injured the last two seasons, like leg injuries. Yeah. 
like the I mean, next I season. Think if he remained healthy, which is like you know, it's not really it's not really his fault. I'm just saying, if, like if he remained healthy, like for sure, I would agree that that contract would would be good. He's definitely oh, yeah. getting paid the amount he deserves, but he hasn't been healthy is the only issue. Hopefully, he can kind of have like a great season this season. Like you said, they lack D ever since they got yeah. rid of Uyghur, so he really needs to step up and play on like you know the first power play. He'll get his minutes up and everything like that. So I think, all in all, it is a good contract. He's getting paid kind of you know what he could be getting if he can remain healthy for sure. This is a killer, killer deal. Yeah. I would agree that it's kind of gotten better as the season's gone on. He's kind of steadily improved, other than his injuries, of course. But if he's been healthy, he would have been, yeah, just, like, he's already, how old is he now? He's 26. 26, 26. I mean, he's still pretty young. And he's, yeah. like, still improving pretty steadily. And yeah. he's their best defense now, right? Yeah, Top he's... defense on the team. Yeah, I mean, he's been a rock since they drafted him. Like his Having first... your number one defense for only yeah. seven mils, pretty good in this day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're looking at a guy who hope maybe this upcoming season can have an absolute career year after already having one last season. 57 points in 61 games on a team that was really good. Um, I mean... Hopefully this year he can carry that over and, you know, maybe jump back after the poor playoffs the whole team had. Yeah, yeah just like... Good. Sorry, Mike, I was going to say, just going through all these other defense here who are making, like, 9 mil, 9.5 mil. I think Nurse is one of them. Wierenski is one I was just looking at. And you compare them to Ekblad is making 7. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I definitely don't think Nurse should be making that much. Yeah, that could be a whole other topic. I mean, looks like a liability. Did we there, not talk about that last week? <laughs> oh, we might yeah. have actually. You're right. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't here last week, so I'm just agree I'm agreeing now that, that. And you didn't even listen to our podcast? Wow. I, okay. God. Fake fan. I just wanted to give my input. I wanted to give my input since I wasn't there. So what's your input? <laughs> give me like, three players wow. right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, nurse is a liability, and like Vlad. He's showing to play a better game. Showing oh, yeah. to play a better game. Wierenski, I like him as a player. I like him as a player, and I think he's a huge piece of Columbus. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> All righty. Anyways. Uh, Mikey, hit us with the, your second. My number two is Nathan McKinnon. Oh, wow. Nathan McKinnon, seven years, 6.3 per. That is a crazy contract, crazy good contract considering who the guy is and what he's done, and just easily like top three player in the league. I mean, in my opinion, yeah, it's so. just such a team friendly deal again. Oh yeah, big time, and we just talked about it. Like, obviously, he has to get re-signed. I believe it's next season. Yeah, next season, and there's already like not rumors, but like people are discussing how much he could make and he might be the highest paid player ever when the next I mean, contract comes out. Yeah. I mean, I thought he was taking a pay cut. He still could. It's not that we know he's taking the most money, yeah. but 
all these reports <laughs> all of a sudden saying he's gonna make like 13 13 and a half it's like what the heck yeah, <laughs> yeah i really but... didn't expect that from him yeah but i mean he's won his cup so who knows yeah what do you guys think what do you guys think he he deserves after the last oh, he deserves it all played? yeah he he deserves yeah. like 13 for sure if he makes that but... then it's not like oh shit that's terrible but you know he he's earned it he's been like yeah for years now labeled as like the best contract in the nhl yeah 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 best bargain yeah yeah like these are the money enough said so qu- question for you guys relating to that do you guys believe that when players sign longer deals where they're overpaid maybe for the first two years and underpaid later on do you guys think that kind of turns out bad sometimes like an example could be like dolin dolin schmaltz connect me yeah i mean we we see that too much now i feel like like you see all these youngerish players either they do a bridge deal which i mean is a smart thing to do or they just get handed eight-year deals like inflated value but the teams are basically like and management's hoping they like live up to it or at least maybe if anything it's like a dry style scenario and they outshine it but you yeah. don't see gamble, that as though. much. Yeah, exactly. It's such a gamble. Like, because if it fails, you're locked into this, dude. Like, like it's just such a risk. But in a way, yeah. they're kind of forced to do that now because, you know, if you don't sign him eight years here, he's going to go somewhere else and get well, eight years. That's what like, I was That's just the way the, now. yeah, it's the way the system works now, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much, uh, it's like a whatever buyer's game, you got to pay to play, but (laughs) basically, like, if you're not paying them, someone else will, and obviously fans aren't going to like probably your thought process of not signing these players. (laughs) This is not NHL 22 via GM, so it's different, it's a lot to it kind yeah. of you know sells tickets young player i mean a lot goes into it it's hard to say i'd love to know more about it too mm-hmm. all right max give us your uh give us your second going to me or aaron <laughs> oh so aaron okay my bad aaron. Nah, we could skip Come on, it doesn't matter come on Jeez. keep the all order. right i'll Just jump in okay. here <laughs> all right so my next one is a little bit of an older contract. Uh, it's Sidney Crosby, who is, it was a 12 year deal, which of course we know does not exist anymore uh, for 8.7. And again, it was just such a team friendly contract at the, sign, at the time. It really was sort of the basis for Pittsburgh being able to create such a good team around him. So I think for him, I mean, he probably could have asked for more money, but maybe he wouldn't have gotten such a long term. Who knows? Um, yeah, curious what your guys' thoughts are on that one. Mikey, do you want to start? Yeah, I mean, that's first. That's definitely kind of taking one for the team. He's been like the top player in the NHL for years, winning multiple Stanley Cups, you know, gold medals for Team Canada, doing like everything trophy wise. He's won it all. He's been one of the best centermen since I can remember. 
and the fact that he's only making that per year is kind of crazy but that just shows you like what the biggest contracts were like back when he got signed that makes sense like that was like a bigger contract back when he got signed but now it's you have all these kids now mcdavid mckinnon you're gonna have you know goudreau kachuk all these guys signing for you know crazy deals as well so yeah that's what i was gonna say because again you gotta bring up the fancy terms in this and you gotta look at the cap hit percentage (laughs) (laughs) um so again we just talked about mcdavid taking up 15 percent of the cap with this current deal and current you know this 2022 23 season coming up at the time of crosby signing that contract it took up 14 and a half so more or less what you know mcdavid is making right now but for a very very long time what sorry do you know what it takes up now uh i could find that (laughs) i'll give you a second i should have had that ready (laughs) is uh 10.5 percent which obviously five percent five percent is five percent yeah the benefit of a really long-term deal obviously when the cap goes up that's gonna stay pretty it's more almost you have to look at that like that deal and look at the fact that he signed for 12 years That's a long time. Yeah. I mean, you think with all the injury problems he had, like that easily could have gone sideways for Pittsburgh. Yeah. What's funnier too is he is his contract before that was a five year deal, also making eight point seven. <laughs> so he didn't get a pay raise. Technically, it's pretty crazy actually. He made the same oh. amount just for a really long time. <laughs> and if you look even closer. Because salary is obviously different than cap hit. Well, no, that's the average. Uh, I'll actually, I'll let you guys look. Guess, guess how much Crosby is making in salary this year and the next two years. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even know. Music. I have no clue. Okay. Oh, yeah. well, okay, I have it in front of me now. So okay. Well, second. you cheat. Wow. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Page was pulled up here. All right. Well, so I mean, eight point seven is the average value of the twelve-year deal. So early on, that's where his money was getting paid. He was making twelve-ish mil a year for salary. (laughs) These next three seasons, he's making three mil. (laughs) I find that really funny. You know, that's like a really smart deal for like a GM to sign. Because obviously he's past his prime now. You can use that extra money on some more newer pieces. Well, I'd argue it's more so also because of his injury history. So you wanted to pay him earlier on. Was his so, injury history before that contract? Like, was it, did most of it happen early on? I, well, it's kind of been throughout, unfortunately. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> so, I mean. it's So, like, he got paid the most that way just in case just in case <laughs> it's a contract they had to god forbid buy out or stock then it's not bad for salary wise yeah when you're signing a guy to 12 years it's a pretty good safety net to have yeah i would i would say so <laughs> but overall great contract it's pretty self-explanatory 35 years old still living up to that contract <laughs> I mean when he's healthy well yeah unfortunately 
I mean, he did. He put in some work this these playoffs too when he played. Like when he was able to play, he put in some work. So <laughs> it's still Sidney Crosby's still there. Yeah, I mean, if you look at his regular season, he's always over a point per game. Yeah, I never want to take him to fantasy, though. I don't know why. Well, that's Corey's. Yeah, that's always Corey's. (laughs) (laughs) Is Corey picking him again this year? Oh, 100%. Yeah. More so because no one else takes him. (laughs) Yeah. Corey likes to pick him really early. Well, he always picks him early, so. Mm -hmm. I think he's usually his first rounder. (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty, well, we can probably move on then. Um... I only just realized we're 52 minutes in, but we're in. Well, I have two, but yeah. (laughs) God. Come on, hurry up. Okay, okay. All right, well, presenting yet another defenseman, like I teased. Uh, I'm going, and I already have the stat pulled up here. He is the 50th highest paid defenseman, according to Capit. Plays for a team that is looking to go on a deep run and that is Jakob Slavin wow. making 5.3 mil for three more years oh wow steal I can't believe he's the one of the best two way defenders crazy. if not well more defensive defenseman I would say but mm-hmm. you know nope. Still puts up the points he needs to help his team. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I was gonna say you say defensive, but I'm looking at his points here. Like, well, he's okay, fine. Defensively, he's insane, but his two ways definitely getting, if not better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's yeah. his age right now, Maxwell? He is 28, so he will be done at 31. Yeah. Assuming yeah, his that's birthday reasonable. is. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's assuming his birthday yeah. isn't tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's great contract again for a team that is needing or looking to go on deep runs having a defense making you're basically your number one defenseman making 5.3 i mean that's a man <laughs> that's a steal. Um, some some gms are just so smart with that like that's like an absolute steal he's yeah that's get on him get on him <laughs> yeah fair enough yeah Good job, Ronnie Francis. <laughs> yeah. The one thing I would I say with some of these defensemen contracts is a lot of these really good deals were happening before the defense market became what it was, where everyone's making 9, 9.5. So, I mean, it's Slavin signed this year, last year. There's no way he'd be making what he is today. I mean, no, definitely not. No, just good so, timing, really. It's, yeah, you Definitely, like, can't say it isn't, but overall, I mean, just, I don't know, yeah, <laughs> choked on my words there, but yeah, I mean, to have a player like that, well, yeah. Should we, uh, continue? You guys want to roll with one more each? Absolutely. Player number three. Go ahead, Mike. So... I got another defenseman, and I know I was talking about changing wow. the variety, but but this is kind of hard to miss. Devon Taves with the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, two years left at one, two years at what four point one left, which is, and he's at top, the top D man, 
and you can see how much help he's been to the abs since joining the team yeah just and, another example of a really good signing by colorado and the fact that he got traded for a couple picks i think only like yeah, two second rounders for that uh, just pays that just I, pays off so well for i think everyone could say top 15 defensemen in the nhl absolutely for Easily. only four mil for four mil yeah he just fit in so well with colorado like that just boosted his game so much and mccarr yeah I mean, both anyone playing with mccarr is gonna make you better yeah yeah but i would argue they did gel together really they well gel mm-hmm. like they're the perfect but, duo but taze was still doing good on the islanders whenever i would like look at stats or you know just like kind of follow the games against the Canucks or whatnot it, it still looked like he's he's still a solid defenseman all around and that's why it's such a steal of yeah. a contract and a steal of a trade you know he was he was on the come up to basically what he is now like he was he only played two seasons with the islanders before getting traded yeah. so obviously over there they probably saw him doing pretty well and knew they couldn't pay him with what they have over there Pelek, Pulak so they unfortunately got rid of him yeah for, uh, two prospects that who knows what they're doing right now we'll have to wait a few years for it to see and he's 28 which is not bad at all yeah I mean it's just great Deal. I mean, he's going to get paid in two years from now. Uh, I don't know if Colorado can necessarily afford that, though. Yeah. He is definitely gone. Oh, good. He's got a couple seasons left. Maybe win another cup and then kind of see where he goes from there. Yeah. He'll be making top dollar. Yes, sir. Alrighty, Aaron. Fire away. All right. Player number three for me. We're going back to Boston with this one, and it's Brad Marchand. So he was a 6.125 for eight years. He does have three years left. That's the one caveat for this one is he's 34 with three years left, so we can get into that in a second. But the reason I really like this deal is because the timing of it again. Like, as soon as he signed this deal, he seemed to just immediately enter into his prime. Like, I'm looking at the three years after he signed, he had... 85 points, 85 points, 100 points. He's been basically a point-per-game player since he signed that deal. So, I mean... Over that. Well well over. For sure. Again, 34. Will he keep the pace? Who knows? But so far, it's been quite the steal for Boston, I would say. Yeah. Guy that, unfortunately, is having a little bit of injury issues now, especially this upcoming season. We talked about it already. I believe he's out think. until December, January. Yeah, that's tough. They're very uh, tough. Probably arguably their best player. Arguably their best player is going to be out for six six months until December. Yeah, it's hard to come back from that when you're 34 to such a long term injury. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say, how is he going to play after this injury? We've seen people come back not kind of play the same after an no. injury this big. What was his specific injury? I uh, believe it was a shoulder hip thing? or was a shoulder. Hip? Oh, I, of, I don't remember. I don't know him. McAvoy. Well, McAvoy's fine. No, I don't remember. McAvoy's. Out yeah, he had, he had. Yeah, McAvoy. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know one of them was hip. Well, maybe the yeah, other Mar- shoulder. Yeah, Marshan. Grizzly he had, something. It was both of his hips, so that could oh, be. Oh Jesus! Pretty big. Oh. Pretty big change, unfortunately. Well, let's speak brighter on his contract, but. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe next year he might be on the other side of things, but for now. I mean. Things are looking pretty good. I yeah, would say. he'd have to decline a lot for that contract to look bad. Like, even if he and comes back he, and he's like half his self. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Even if he comes back and he's half his self, that's still like it's not a ten million dollar contract. Like, you know. No. I no. I, I don't. I don't know what his next contract is going to be, but definitely could be yeah, a I mean, short-term be, one. It'll be. It'll be thirty-seven, one, yeah. thirty-eight. So. Yeah. Hopefully it's like a Bergeron, you know, one year, two year. <laughs> you would hope if he makes it that far. I mean, yeah, I mentioned it before about how, earlier, like Boston. This is debatably like almost their big year to almost do things because mm-hmm. next year, my God, do you have a lot of UFAs? Half their roster is not signed next summer, like next year. Um, you know, Yikes. you got a very old team as well. Not the most prospects coming up. Um, you can thank 2015 for that. <laughs> um, so, well, depending on what happens with Pasternak, I'll ask you guys, does Marshan ever get traded? Uh, that, that, that's so tough to say. Does he get traded? Does he get traded to a team and then signs for a one year just to retire in Boston? He could do that. I could kind of could kind of see that happening. Yeah. I don't know what what team he would go to, or because he well, just fits in so well with Boston, right? Like it's yeah. kind of hard to picture him on any other team. He doesn't have the most amount of friends. Other teams, <laughs> <laughs> like at least. Yeah, but I but but I mean, like they're all professionals. We'll put oh, that yeah, all I know. behind if anything, you know more like the fan bases true like, very yeah, true players yes like but if he signs with vancouver you know this i could list that <laughs> team and they yeah go mad if they traded for him great player but for sure oh for sure it's gonna be <clears throat> yeah yeah any team would be lucky to have the guy as much as he is a pest any team would be any team would be lucky to have him. you like him when he's on your team right isn't that how it goes <laughs> It was like the that's Team Canada the, situation. I loved loved him on Team Canada when he was playing with Bergeron and Crosby. <laughs> yeah, I loved him. Yeah, that's the player that everyone wants, like Aaron just said. Yeah. Alrighty. We're good here. I'll pass it off to my last player of this list. Pass it off to yourself. Alright, you know what? <laughs> it's late. <laughs> <laughs> pass it off to myself here um so again another defenseman here i'm going for yet another contending team or at least the team that's looking to rebound heavily from vegas shea theodore his contract like all the other ones has three years left at 5.2 mil yeah that's a that's uh, a steal again a steal <laughs> Um, you're looking like similar notes to really Ekblad and Slavin and, you know, um, a team that 
all teams that are contending need to use the most of their money in the most efficient way possible. And what's more efficient than having one of your best defensemen signed for 5.2 mil? And he's not that old, so he's and he's signed for a couple more years. I mean, there's nothing wrong with this contract. <laughs> I think he broke out as a player big time. Oh, like espe- yes. especially watching him against the Canucks in the um, Stanley Cup like semifinals of the conference when they went to Game Seven that series. Like he played unreal. Oh yeah. He's yeah. he's a great skater and he's a bigger body too who can move the puck. Yeah, I mean, every team would love to have him. <laughs> yeah. Well, didn't he that... get tra- didn't he get traded from Anaheim, right? <laughs> well, yes, he got traded because of the expansion draft. So right, Anaheim right. got yeah. nothing for him. <laughs> yeah. They Oh man, I'm I'm really uh I'm really curious who uh who I, I have to look it up. Who did like who did they take from the ducks that like let's see here. I just want to quickly look it up, Mikey, if you want to keep talking. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the contract for Shea Theodore, like all these defensemen, again, we've already talked about it all night, but this really goes to show you how well managed you know these players' contracts are to fit their team's needs. And these players kind of taking a little bit of a reduction just to help out their team, get the team surrounding better. In my opinion, like all these contracts we've talked about are all pretty much steals for the players that they are and what they've produced and what they've done in the league. One more thing I think after the contracts we wanted to touch on, we pretty much wrapped that up, is the Max Pacioretty injury. Mm, Yeah. I'll, I'll quickly, topic. sorry, I'll chime in though. Yeah. But I, I just quickly looked it up. Vegas took uh, from Anaheim Clayton Stoner. Um, so obviously, since they traded Shea Theodore, they made sure in that because that expansion draft had lots of those types of trades. Like, don't pick this guy, have this guy as a sweetener. Um, so there's a lot of players available for Anaheim. In the six-pander draft, you have Cam Fowler, Hampus Lindholm, John Gibson. Like, they had studs, like, able to pick. So, yeah, in a way, fair enough. They did trade away a key piece. I don't think they thought it would be that big of a piece, though. Um, anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but... No, it's, it's all good. I was just kind of stalling. But, yeah, I know we wanted to touch a little bit for our last uh, topic. Max Pacioretty's major injury is Achilles tendon, and he's out for, I believe, six months. Yeah, that was big news. I mean, it's it's definitely shitty because they needed him to, you know, he was going to be one of their top guys, but they also got him for free. So, yeah, like... Yeah, they didn't really lose yeah. much in that sense. And when he comes back, I don't know what he's going to do. He's been injured for the last three yeah, seasons, I'm pretty sure. Like, I don't even <laughs> like know he if he comes back. Like, hey, Again, he's 33. Big long-term injury again. He dealt with multiple of them last season. And 
season before that. Like, I feel like the last season was wrist. Like, he was just unfortunate, really. I can only imagine, like, the numbers he would put up and the points he would get if he was someone who would stay healthy for more than half of the season. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at a guy who basically is, like, 30, 40 goal scorer easily. Um, last season, 37 points, 39 games, 19 of them were goals. I mean, so on pace for literally 40. Um, yeah. You know, player that definitely Vegas missed out on last season, but and Stone as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think we literally covered everything today. Again, I think we talked longer than we thought we would. Um, but anyways, I want to thank all of you. That listeners. usually happens. I mean, yeah, it definitely. Let's does. just hope Cadre gets signed before the next podcast, because <laughs> that'll be that'll be a really good conversation piece. Yeah, that I'm looking forward to have. I'm thinking Kadri is like one of the biggest domino pieces left, because once he signs, you would assume most teams finalize everything, and then we can finally get into previewing what the season will be like. Yeah, so you can't. Right yeah, that'll now. be fun to get into. Because you can talk about fantasy. We know we are big junkies for that. <laughs> um, you know, got lots, lots on the plate coming up. It's exciting. Um. Anyways, though, I want to thank all you fans for listening and st- sticking put for our little postponement there. Um. But like we said before, this is a podcast with not a <laughs> steady schedule. I would say. Um. We're all tough doing it with the availability. We have. We exactly. Have yes. You should see our availabilities. It's bonkers. Um. Hopefully that'll settle ish down soon but if yeah not, it's, it's also the summer during for a regular exactly. hockey season we'll be we'll be good definitely i mean yeah we know kyle's always good to join but he's currently uh literally no service gone no <laughs> from, yeah. from earth right now <laughs> um but yeah so stick to next episode we'll figure out what the heck we're gonna talk about if we have nothing else to hopefully there's lots of signings maybe a trade we haven't had one of those in Ooh. a while I'd love to see that. Just not a depth trade. <laughs> That'd be... <laughs> uh, don't want to see that. Um, Alright, quick question, guys. Who do you think is a player that could be traded soon? Putting you on the spot. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I have no idea. Tyler Myers? Oh, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Agreed. We can all hope. We can Tyler all hope. Tyler Myers, for sure, on the Canucks, because we need a better defensemen than what we need better defense in general than what we got going on right now i mean yeah you would assume the canucks are not done that's the first person that came to my mind is tyler myers because he's gotta go yeah he's gotta go yeah fair well yeah i can't believe that we went almost the whole podcast without mentioning the canucks but there you have it yes sir Alrighty, well, thank you, everyone. I know Erin's having some mic issues right now, so I will say thank you for her on her behalf as well. Mikey, say say goodbye as well. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> we'll be back if we if there's nothing crazy happening in the NHL for next week's podcast. We'll always find something to talk about. Oh yeah, we got lots of stuff. We got lots of cool topics, behind the scenes stuff, you know, planning, lots of debate topics as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. 
Oh, can't wait. Mikey teased one of them in the first episode. I wonder if he yeah, we go love, back and find it. We love it. confronting everything, yeah. We love confronting each other about everything hockey-related. So. Exactly. Anyways, we will uh, see you in the next one. All right. Maps, play the music. <laughs>